You are now listening to the Skin Talk Podcast with Lo and Faith. Two solo estheticians come together for a fun and knowledgeable sit down about skincare and business, all while juggling the life of motherhood and entrepreneurship. Join us every Monday and get ready to learn a little and laugh a lot. Welcome back, guys, with Skin Talk with Lo and Faith. We're back with some more mental health and business talk. And this week, we are talking about imposter syndrome. Um, imposter syndrome, we decided to look up <laughs> and found a definition online. And the actual it, it, definition. Right, the actual definition. And it is doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud. And I think that I can definitely relate to it. I know that I think Faith, you can relate as well. And I was recently even having a conversation with someone and they were talking to me about wanting to start a lash business and they were licensed and they've taken the courses, but they're just scared to start and down and get their lashes done for three hours. Long story short, I was telling her, we all go through feeling like that at some point. And I think consistently, I don't know, it's something that people who do things on their own and have their own businesses they definitely struggle with. I don't know about you, Faith. What do you think about that? Yeah, because it's basically working hard in your industry, your niche, your business, building something and then feeling like I don't actually deserve that because I'm actually not this good. People like you, it kind of feels like, oh, people are looking at me, especially people that are like have a big growth or even like influencers or in that world things like that that have more attention on them or have like more success they kind of feel like how did I get here because I'm not actually skilled enough to be doing this like that's what it feels like it's like do I actually know what I'm doing am I just like faking it to people and somehow making it like you feel like you're not good enough for where you actually are at the moment right like I've done all these things, but is it, does it really amount to anything? And the crazy thing is, is all of those things are what, you know, makes them amount to something in my opinion. And when you look at other people, at least for me, I look at other people and maybe compare myself. And then I realize, oh, in certain ways, there is not no any differences. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we do put in, um, the work, especially me and you, Faith, I, I mean, we do a lot of courses and classes and continuing education and mm-hmm. really work hard, not to like to our own horn. I think that this episode is a good episode for maybe people to look at the own, their own things that they've done and realize like to toot your own horn yeah. because you really are in it right now and you're really doing it. And I think imposter syndrome is something that comes in waves as well, because it mostly happens to people that work so hard and earn what they deserve. And then all of a sudden it's like, I don't actually deserve this. So like it comes in waves of like, you've done a lot of work, you've succeeded, and then you get to the success and you're like, I don't deserve this. Like what, who am I to have this success? Right. 100%. I agree. And it can be difficult when you're going through um, dealing with those waves in your career um, to deal with those things. Faith, what are some of the things that you do to deal with imposter syndrome? I don't know. I think you kind of have to look at it like it's honestly you just being humble in a way. Mm -hmm. And you kind of have to like give yourself grace and then also remind yourself of the actual work that you did put in to do what you're doing now. And that is well-deserved. Yeah, I definitely agree. 
I think that to get out of it, you have to look at all of the things that you've done and realize that you really are being that person who you're achieving to be. Um, when you're really, I think when you look at people look at success, sometimes they put it in some box of, I don't know, a certain amount of money to attain or a certain this, a certain that. And everyone's definition of success can be different. But personally, for me, um, I feel successful now being able to make money by doing the things that I love and by trying to learn more and et cetera. And so when I feel down and stuff, sometimes I just, I don't know, I'm like a serial learner. So I just look over at my certificates or yeah. something mm-hmm. like that. And I realize like, hey, girl, like there, you, are, you aren't an imposter. You're doing things, you know, step by step and day by day to be that person that you want to be. And I think it's really important to remember to continue to visualize that person um, that you want to be in your career path. And, you know, work to achieve that all the time. And as long as you're working to achieve that, things come in different, just like imposter syndrome comes in waves, like everything comes in waves in your business and in life, like you will feel like you're really doing it one day and you're really not the next, then you have to lean on those things to boost you up whether sometimes you need a boost in ego or not really ego, but like confidence, I guess you could say, or in different other ways, creativity, but a boost to get onto that next, you know. I think I've gotten to the point where it's become a pattern and I've recognized the patterns of up and downs. So like, it's just like, write it out. It'll be all right. You'll get back to where you're supposed to be. Like, give yourself grace. You can take a break. You can chill out. You don't have to like, push yourself mentally to try to get out of a rut just like enjoy the rut almost relax and then wait for your creativity and motivation to come back because it will it always does I agree actually a lot with that like sometimes it's important to listen to your mind really every day it's important to listen to your mind to your body um to how you feel and that includes I feel um listening to your body maybe when you're not inspired to create and etc um but I think that it's okay like as long as you love what you do the day that you say like oh I hate doing this now that's kind of like where you need to like figure out your life path but if you still love what you do at the end of the day it's okay to not be motivated for a little bit and don't force yourself to be motivated because that's when you put out imposter content or like just bad content because you're trying to put out something that you think people need or want, but you're not feeling it. So it's not going to be um, authentic and it's not going to be worth it in the end. It's not going to be worth your like mental peace and stress to just try to appease others when just stay authentic, let yourself be in whatever mood you're in and whatever part of the cycle that you're in and when you know that you're going to be back to where you are, let's say that you took 10 steps forward and you had to take two steps back, you know, you're going to take another 10 in a month. So you're going to be all right. Great. I agree. You've already seen the pattern. You've already seen the growth. You've seen the growth even after like periods of non-motivation. So it didn't stop you. It It didn't kill the business. Right. Everything didn't crumble and fall apart. 
because you That's were feeling what it feels like for the first couple of times. It feels like that. I see I saw this visual online and it said um who you think you are, an awkward, crazy mess of an individual who tries too hard to impress people and has no talent. And then it says yeah. who others think you are, a pretty cool person. And I feel like that's definitely also a good example of imposter syndrome. Even for me outside of like aesthetics, even with music or other things, sometimes I'll feel like dude whatever, like maybe I can't make an impact or blah, 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 you know, just belittling maybe what I've grown. And then someone will reach out or I'll see someone and they'll be like, oh, what you did, it motivated me, X, Y, Z, that song. And it makes me remember, like, I think maybe even though I feel like I'm in this mess or this rut, that doesn't mean that everyone else like even recognizes that. Yeah. Like you don't have to feel like this is some type of fake thing. You aren't fake. Just because you don't feel in it, everybody doesn't feel in it every single day. Social media makes it seem like everybody is having a perfect day every day. No one's struggling. No one's dealing with imposter syndrome or any syndromes. But the reality of it is we are all struggling with, and with I many things that I lost my train of thought completely. <laughs> I think that it doesn't also like amount to like money either in your success. Like you can be successful in knowledge and like in passion and that at the moment not always show in dollar signs. 100%. You have you have to take success in my mind you have to take success out of and money like out of that equation and it's really hard to because you see people that like almost get it easy or with the way that our society works and social media works if somebody pops off one time they kind of can like grab that success and hold on to it and it doesn't come to everybody that easily but you kind of like you're like oh they're successful because they're the number is big right but we also have seen people that really do truly d- display actual imposter syndrome, like like actual are imposters, and those are kind of like easy to spot as well. Right. Um, so even though you're feeling like, oh, I'm an imposter, or I feel like I have imposter syndrome, you kind of have to like step back and be like, no, I actually see this real example of a true imposter in my industry, and I know that I'm not like that. Right. I feel like you just have to be real. You have to just be a human. <laughs> I don't know. That's what be I was going to say when I lost my train of thought. I was saying that people are also more inclined to like gravitate towards you when you're more vulnerable and you talk about yeah. those struggles. Like people don't want Mr. Perfect and Mrs. Perfect. Like people, people that's honestly like you look up to it and you're jealous, but you're also like, like a ill jealous, like like why don't you struggle but the people that are successful and talk about their struggles people are more like I can really relate to them and like I feel like I can still get to that where they are because they deal with the same things I deal with 100% you're always more relatable when you're just being yourself I do you know that trend going on faith I think maybe you even did it where you post yourself complaining about something right now like oh I don't have enough clients I can't retail for my business And then it shows your younger self. And it's like, wait, we have a business. We made our own skincare line. We did this. We did that. I feel like 
that is the person that we have to like remember when we have imposter yes. syndrome sometimes we can even feel like oh I don't deserve it or I'm not good enough or they you know they're doing better than me like if your younger self saw what you're even doing right now like they wouldn't think that that's an imposter or they even take it that. back to like right now if you've been let's say in this industry for a couple years now even take your mind back to the day that you decided to start school Right. And what that girl thought and what she wanted and what she dreamed of and thinking that I'll probably just, you know, end up in a regular job working. Like I, I'm going to say two different things. I remember being a kid and I remember like young, probably middle school age. Um, I never really had like a set, like, I want to be this when I grow up. I never had that. Like I would go through like a different <laughs> career every other week. Like, I want to be this, and then I want to be that. It was never, like, one thing. But I do remember vividly being, like, I want to be an entrepreneur. Didn't really know what that was, but, like, I was, like, I want to own a business. Didn't know what kind, but, like, I vividly remember even saying that out loud. Like, I don't know what it is, but I want to own a business and run a business. Didn't know what that entailed, but, like, speaking into existence. And then I also remember being in aesthetic school and probably towards the end, where they start talking about like different jobs and different pays and I'm like oh I honestly thought I'd be making more than that like it right. felt like I felt like I was going from I don't know a 10 11 dollar an hour job and they were like oh you can get like 15 to 17 I'm like yeah right. I'm gonna go through all this work and have all this passion to barely make more that's not what I want right and then I'm here now and definitely not making that I, you know, you have your own pace and your own um, amount and your own freedom and you don't have to work for somebody else being like your own business owner. You don't have to give the majority of your cut to somebody else. Agree. And I feel like you, it, it's a lot more worth it. It feels, it feels really good to be able to look back and do that. And that's why it's important to reflect for yourself because it feels good it's a it's a reminder that you're on the right path like even if you feel like you're not where you want to be well you're on the right you're definitely on the right path if you can look back and you can feel you know that way about how far that you've come even thinking about the first like facial that I offered even thinking about the time that I was going to people's houses and only being able to do like two three people a day and charging maybe 45 dollars for a service and thinking no I'm not making hardly anything but like I'm trying to grow and that's what's worth it and that's because how you kind of got to start even like you got to know like eventually you will climb the ladder and that's okay it's okay to start small but don't ever stay small definitely don't think small think big Okay, so I saw this thing and I, I definitely want to read it because it's, I really like this. Um, so there, it says that they're on here that there's five different like imposter syndromes. And I feel like I relate to like a few of them. And I thought maybe it could be fun to say them and then maybe we both say what we think we are. So yes. there's type one, there's the perfectionist. Like I should deliver perfect performance 100% of the time. My work must always be like A plus. Okay. There's the expert. 
if I were really smart, I would already know everything I need to know to do this. There is the soloist. I believe that true competence is equal to my own unassisted achievements. I must do everything by myself. There's the superwoman or man. If I were really competent, I would be able to do it all and do it easily and well. And then there is the great mind. I judge myself on ease and speed. If I were really competent, I be, I could, um, it would come quickly and easily. I think I relate I, to the last two very much. <laughs> right. Like I can, I should be able to just get these done quick if I, if I could get them. You, you know, know what? Like I relate my, like, it's like I see big people as even like say the Kardashians, like I'm in my little world in my little bubble I'm I'm the little things that I'm doing are sometimes stressful and overwhelming and then I'm like but this person is literally a multi-million billionaire have kids have all these different businesses are probably running to all different meetings are traveling the world to different places do different things I'm like how do they juggle it and I can't do these five tasks right I feel you, but they're not even doing all those tasks. They have other people doing their tasks. Yeah, you have to realize that, but it's still hard to like. No, yeah, it how is. can That's- they? They're so big that they have to probably have a crazy schedule itinerary. But then oh, also, yeah. I see like some big people, and they're like, "Nah, most days I'm at home chilling." I'm like, what? right. 100% but that's because they have other people doing their posting and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like I'm the expert. I feel like I always need to know that one a little too. There is this one, this part that says, um, because you expect to know everything, even a minor lack of knowledge brings failure and shame. I'm not saying I feel like (laughs) failure and like shame, but But I I should like, they're going to look at me like I know nothing because I don't know know this one thing. Right. No, 100%. I'm ashamed of myself. I don't know this one this is horrible like I'm not a good esthetician I don't know um and it it said like something like you always are trying to learn like I'm always learning and doing stuff like that and it's because of that and I think I also relate to the one of it coming with ease like not necessarily like perfectionism like it always needs to be perfect but yeah I give myself grace it doesn't have to be perfect (laughs) but like if I feel like I don't get it like right away I've had that problem all the time like even growing up like Mm -hmm. if I felt like I was just going to fail at it I didn't even want to do it yeah like yeah like (laughs) it was hard for me to try out for varsity cheerleading because I was like if I don't make it like I'm gonna be ashamed yeah and I actually didn't try out for chamber choir in school and then they had a women's chamber that they randomly made and I was selected for that class but I didn't try out for chamber because I was, I was too embarrassed to not make it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. I definitely feel that. Like I'm that the perfect example for me is I, I don't tell a lot of people this, but freshman year of high school, I completely failed out of high school. I didn't care to do anything. Like I kind of cared more about a social life, but like yeah. once it was like down, I was like, at this point, why would I do five assignments when that's not going to make me pass? So I'm just not going to do anything. Right. And I took that failed complete freshman year and I still got to senior year and graduated early. Exactly. And I was like, you know what? And you still have what your is- own business. 
when I'm ready to do something, commit to something, it gets done. Like you're not dumb. You just decided not to do it. And if I don't want to do something and don't like it, I completely will like tune it out, turn it off, don't care. But if I care about it, I'm like, I don't care if I have to read this a thousand times to make it stick in my head and I'm going to do it. Right, exactly. That's how I feel like Briley, sometimes she gets worried about school and I tell her like, girl, school, it's, I want you to do good in school. I don't want you to fail any classes, yeah. but you have nothing to worry about. Like there, I've also failed classes in high school. Like that is not a determiner of the success. It's a little easier right now. Like truly it's not it's a, a little easier in high school to like fail something because it's kind of like you have those four years to get whatever done. For Most sure. of the time, it's like you have four years to get this amount of credits, these classes. Like before high school, it's kind of like, oh, you messed this up. You kind of, I've never like filled out of a class, like grade before high school, but um, it doesn't really work the same way in high school. It's not like you're still a freshman. Like you kind of just have to make it up. But right. it, yeah, it, I can completely turn something off if I have no passion for it. So but that's why you find something that you actually enjoy and love and are not forcing yourself there are so many people that I know that like literally have five six different like side hustles and to me it comes off very like you're just money hungry or trying to find a hustle and there's nothing that you're actually passionate about right like especially like when like just you know oh you're doing this you're doing that oh you just do it all what are your specific when it's like totally different right like topics and like totally different like areas like if you're an esthetician and then you want to create this line and then you want to create a class and then you want to create this in the industry that's totally different than like I'm an esthetician and then I'm also a car detailer and then I'm also like a um notary republic and then I'm also like a handyman when you said it I was literally about to say a car detailer that's so funny like I find if I see somebody that's like that and I don't see them passionate about one thing like doesn't really make me want to come to any of those businesses but if you're passionate about one of those businesses are you right do you know everything are you an expert on this or is this just something that you like picked up because you see that there's money in this industry Mm -hmm. and you just kind of want to like do it so. Yeah, that can be a turnoff to like customers Definitely. because if you're a expert and a passionate about car detailing, like I'm coming to you for sure. But if you, you know like, everything there is things. about car detailing, right? But if I come into your car detailing business and you're trying to sell me sell me some skincare, like I'm gonna get nervous. <laughs> Not gonna buy any from you. Definitely. All right. What was your closing your closing thoughts on our? imposter syndrome giving yourself grace finding your passion if it's if it's something you're passionate about you're not an imposter you are just in the process and in your path and you're not you're never going to be at the top of where you're going to be like you're always going to have more stairs to climb you don't ever want to get to the top of the building that's a good thing right exactly it's a good thing to want to keep climbing 
Like, I think that anything to take away is that just like you said earlier in the podcast, this comes in waves, you know, make sure to think about the signs and feelings when it comes to feeling this and remember, like, you're worthy of the success you found, you're worthy of the success you'll continue to get, and just continue trying to um, be that woman or man that you see um, as a successful person. If you're on that path, then you're in the right way you know you're not an imposter at all yep so it's just literally step back give yourself grace understand that you are still a work in progress always a work in progress and that's okay that's how it's supposed to be stop letting people tell you that you're supposed to know everything all the time in every area and be perfect Yes, 100%. Leave all those worries behind and step out confidently and just do it. You guys, we want you to go ahead and leave a five-star review for us if you love this episode and make sure to follow us and stay tuned in on the Skin Talk podcast on all platforms. And we just wrapped up our peel party that we had yesterday. So if you're tuned in today, make sure you tune in for next week for a little recap of our peel party that we had. See you next week. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Skin Talk Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Skin Talk Podcast.